Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. Again, I'm so grateful to have you with me today. So thankful that you're taking the time to listen to the Word of God. Not so much my voice, but what God has to say through His Word. And He's the one we always want to go to in prayer. He's our teacher. And so, if you will, join me in prayer as we begin our study today. Heavenly Father, we know that you are the divine teacher. You know all things. There is nothing hid from you. And Lord, that you can reveal whatever you'd like to whomever you'd like. And so we make ourselves humble before you today, ready to receive your word. We surrender our lives to you, Jesus, that we could be taught and led into the holy word of God, the ways of God, into all truth, and that we'd be empowered to live according to that truth by your spirit. We bless you. We thank you for your word today. We do so in Jesus' name. Amen. The title to today's lesson is Paul Writes to Masters. It's taken from the book of Colossians chapter 4 and verse 1. In continuing his efforts to keep unity within the church located in Colossae, Paul the apostle addressed several groups concerning their behavior toward one another. Husbands, wives, children, and servants were mentioned in chapter 3 of his letter, and they were instructed that their righteous deeds would destine them to the reward of inheritance which Christ would give them when he returns. In chapter 4 and verse 1 of his letter to the Colossians, Paul continues with his list of people groups by including masters or employers in his words. We read, Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. The verse begins, Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal. Paul began this verse with the words masters, or the word master, which were the one to whom a person or thing belongs, about which he has the power of deciding, lord or one in command. Today we would think of this person being an employer. Paul's instruction to the masters was to give, which means offer, afford, show, or supply your servants or attendants and bondmen, that which is just and equal, which means righteous, due, fair, or according to divine law. Masters were not to hold back anything that was righteous and fair from their servants. The verse goes on to say, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. The comparison given by Paul is knowing, which means seeing, perceiving, or discerning that you also have a master or one who owns and is over everything in heaven, which is the region above the sidereal heavens, the seat and order of things eternal and consummately perfect where God dwells and other heavenly beings. As masters ruled over their servants, they were to remember that they were ruled over from heaven as well. As we meditate upon these words of Paul, we may think that there are not as many masters and servants in our world like in these uh, days of the Colossians. However, there are employers and employees. As Christians, it does not matter what position we're in because it's important to know that we have a master over us in heaven. The Lord Jesus is watching the way we conduct ourselves as employees. And if there's any gratitude by our employer, we must remember that ultimately we work as unto the Lord. 
if we are in the position of employer, we must not be too high-minded and manage our employees with unfairness and despite. The Lord is watching over us, and Paul gives us our duties before him. May we ever be mindful that it is for the Lord we work, and as we work before him, may we do all things pleasing in his eyes. Next time, Paul shares concerning prayer with thanksgiving. So read ahead and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.